Welcome back to another episode of the Hazardous Casuals podcast. My name is Matt. I am the current Game Master, and we hope that you have been enjoying the story so far. We do greatly appreciate all the support y'all have given us so far. And if you would like to connect with us on social media, you can check us out on Twitter at Hazardous Casual. Or if you would like to contact us via email, you can email us at hazardouscasuals at gmail.com. You can always learn more about the world of Valeria by heading over to our Podbean page. And all that information is in our show notes. So go check that out. If you can, we would greatly appreciate if you could give us a review on iTunes or like and follow us on whatever podcast app you are using. So with all that out of the way, let's jump into our recap. Our heroes set off from Three Oaks and began their journey through the Howling Mountains. They soon discovered that the local reports of goblins roaming the mountain pass were true, and that it was actually worse than most realized. The goblins seemed organized and led by an ogre. They finally made it halfway to their destination and stopped at a quaint little inn called the Halfway Tavern, where they were attacked by a hit squad that had been sent by the Nightblades. One of the Nightblades informed them that there was a price on Katji and Leo's heads. The Nightblades wanted them dead, and they would pay a pretty price to see that done. After the altercation was over, an old man who had been minding his own business, eating his dinner in the corner of the tavern, approached them and offered them a unique job that would pay quite well. Uh, so you guys wake up the next morning, and <clears throat> what do you guys do? Uh, I know you guys are uh, planning on leaving out this morning. Um, I, I think I, I would actually take the group aside a little bit, just, just for a moment. Is that okay? Yeah. Hey, uh, guys, uh, you know, I realize I've been talking a lot, especially on my own. Um, I've caught us like the good guys, but I realize we're kind of a mix. Um are you guys okay with me debating like that, or do you want me to say something else? I mean, as long as we're getting the job done and no one's hurt too unnecessarily, I, I don't really care too much how we do it. You, uh, you broke a guy's fingers. He, he was, like, completely about to answer all of our questions. Right, but I wanted to make sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, uh, Ruby speaking of, I was I was not okay with that. Sorry, Raytheon. He was he was going to talk, and if not, then you know there there are other ways that you can encourage someone to talk. We we can't become evil like that's just that was just wrong. Ruby, I'm pr- I'm proud of you. You're you're pretty uh, developed as far as your. Uh, your nature. I, I appreciate you being lawful. Well, thank I, you. Rocker, how do you feel about that? I agree. The the orc was honest with us. There was no need for us to abuse him any further. Uh, I have to admit, I was super impressed. I, 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 I was really taken away with the advice you gave him. I haven't gotten to learn to know you very well, but man, I'm You've got wisdom. I'd like to learn from you. Well, I am older than most of you, so that makes sense. Yeah, I can clearly see that. 
I will admit to having misread the situation. We were really, really just getting out of the whole situation where we were actively killing people in the room, so I figured a broken finger was okay. My mistake. I'm, I'm glad you didn't put your weapons in them. I would say that uh, it seems to me that when you're asking a man to change his life for the better, perhaps start him out with all of his working fingers. Perhaps if he wants to paint. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Speaking on behalf of my people, no, no good orc would ever be painting and need that kind of finesse. They paint with blood. <laughs> in, in very broad strokes. I, I understand these are more mural scale works. <laughs> yeah. I understand, like, in the heat of the moment, yeah, I get it. Like, you just, just need to be careful. Ruby, how do you feel about your mom? What about my mom? She's the head of the Thieves Guild? Yeah, but... Impossible to barter with? (laughs) I mean, she's been doing her job for a long time. She is an elf. Like, she's got a lot of skill. She's good at what she does. She's helped three elves a lot. And from what I understand, she only takes from... Well, I don't know if I should say. She... They do jobs that... You can see her really, really tried to, like, tiptoe. She doesn't want to reveal too much. Uh, Really, jobs that are, they steal from people that that stole from other people. And she, like, looks at y'all, like, Uh, trickle-down theft. (laughs) So, basically, when it comes to their family, they do what it needs to be done to get things done. Yeah. Ruby, don't you don't have to worry about it. I'm I'm actually on board with your mom. I mean... Breaking a few fingers. There, there's going to be a thieves guild regardless, and your mom is actually running a clean ship. That's incredible. That's like the best thing you could do for, for for a thieves guild. I mean, she tries. And also, don't get too rich, or they'll shank you in the dark. Right? Yeah. yeah. Don't don't call my mom that. She she wouldn't like that. Mm-mm. But are are you guys okay with us helping out this this uh, this uh, rich guy? I mean, he's no. paying us a lot of money on the way. I'm not, but as long as we get to help out the bartender, that, that seems like we're doing something good. And besides, you're not bringing up the most important thing. I totally bonked a dude in the head with a flaming bottle of alcohol. Right? <laughs> that, was, that was pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. I like that part where he was like on fire, and then he was more on fire, and he <laughs> never stopped being on fire. That was like the best part. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was neat. Yeah, I guess he thought he was a really hot piece of work. <laughs> oh, God, oh. Reminded me of this time we uh, caught, a, caught a wild boar and then roasted him in a pit. And then we forgot about him. We came back and the smell. <laughs> oh, the smell. <laughs> yes, burning human flesh does smell like pigs roasting, doesn't it? Roughly, yes. Okay. I all right. Well, if everyone's okay with at least seeing where this goes, we're still going our way. Well, we've weighed our we've weighed the possible consequences. We've we've talked about the things that could go wrong. I mean, I think that it's wise to expect more of a fight than he told us about. But yeah, I, I got that too. Like it seems like it. This is actually going to be a little bit dangerous. But based on our our skills of this tavern, I think we're actually pretty good as a group mm-hmm. yes agreed we we work together 
I think uh, we can accomplish a lot here. Mako, you you put your hand on a dude and like wrecked him. He put his hand where? He put his hand where? He put his hand where? Oh. Oh, no, no, no. He put his hand on his chest and then wrecked him. Now you didn't put his hand on his rectum. Well, you reached all the way through. That's hard. That takes two hands: <laughs> one on chest, one on the rectum. <laughs> <laughs> I I do appreciate the compliment, but it's really nothing that any it's any what any monk would do, really. Well, I have to put my sword in people. Like I'm just like here, hold my sword, and I just keep poking in them. And you're like a like full on like hand, and you're just gone. Took a lot of discipline and training, but yes, I have refined my whole body to be a weapon against the forces of evil and oppression wherever I may find them. Well, I'm going to keep you well fed if you're going to like need that energy to just like from your body produce fire. Jeez. Well, I do like food, so consider it a, a bargain struck. All right. To breakfast, guys. To breakfast. To breakfast. Hey, wait, hold on. Hold on a second. I, I, did y'all, like, do we really know what this guy wants? What is this guy wanting again? He wants us to take something that I'm very well convinced is his from another person. Okay. You know, like your mom does. And, and, and before then, he wants to test us to make sure we're capable of doing that. Gotcha. Now, we're pretty sure it's going to be a little bit more dangerous than what he says. But he's offering us a ton of, a ton of coin that can help us continue on. Well, and on the way, we can help the uh, bartender, right? Let's agree that's the main point here. That's well, really all I care about. We should be able to if we find the troll. But uh, don't forget, it'll be dangerous. All right. So you guys head down to breakfast. Uh, the elderly gentleman is waiting. Uh, he is sitting there eating some breakfast. Uh, he is. He has his bags packed, uh, and he is ready to go. Well, he he sees y'all. And, oh, well, good morning. How is everyone doing this beautiful morning? It's it's quite lovely outside. I cannot wait to get started on our journey. Oh, good morning. I trust that everyone slept well. I mean, it was inside, so that was pretty sweet. I heard Kachi more snoring. I'm sure he slept the whole night. Oh, those weren't snores. Those were belly gurgles from the throat. We call them mouth roars during the night. Oh. I I turn to the to the bartender and I say, bring me all the bacon and eggs that you have. And as he turns to leave, I say, wait. What I think you heard me say was, bring me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was, bring me all the bacon and eggs. You want, you want all the bacon and eggs? You heard the man. Yeah, he didn't stutter or anything. He was really well-spoken. What if they want bacon and eggs? He knows what he's about, son. Then we'll find out who can kill who in a fight, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I'll I'll get you some bacon and eggs. I mean, all I mean, all the bacon and eggs. I see you talking, but not moving, friend. Huh? Dear bartender, I see you talking, offering us the the stuff, but you're not going to get it. Go oh, 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 he, he like hurries and runs away. <laughs> Goes and uh, gets, he starts cooking the all the bread, bacon and egg. He just brings out a whole, just platter full of eggs and a platter full of bacon and hands it to you. Uh, well, uh, I've never, never had uh, someone order all the bacon and eggs, but uh, I, that's going to be, uh, that's going to be 10 silver. All right. 
I, I lean into him and I say, listen, we're going to really mess up this troll that took your brother. Um, see what happened to him. Uh, what, what's the charge for this breakfast for last night? And uh, whatever else we owe you. What's the charge? The whole thing. Oh, oh well. Quick, uh, quick question. We didn't break any furniture, did we? No. No. No, y'all did really good. Okay. Good. Okay. Y'all did y'all did admirably uh, in that as that regard. Um, he's gonna uh, he's he thinks for a second and says, "Well, I tell you what. Since y'all have been the uh, basically the first real customers I've had in a long time, except for Roland here, uh, I'll say, hmm, okay, fifteen for the lodging, and uh." We'll do twenty-five for the total. Total twenty-five silver for everything: meals, beverages last night, and stay. Okay, twenty-five silver. I'm okay with that. Without even bartering, I take that from the group fund. What does that leave us at? Leaves us at a hundred and forty silver. Okay, cool. That's not bad. Do I see an old an elderly couple in the uh, dining room? No, oh. just you guys and Reginald. Did they make it? And his wife, Reginald's not Reginald's. No, Roland. Roland. Uh, I don't so know. Our, our friends from the road didn't make it. I mean, they were there at the tavern when y'all y'all went in, and they did not come in after you. Oh, okay. Forgot about that. Okay, I'm gonna like open the door and look for them while their food's being made. They are not there. You see an uh, old, uh, you do see an old, an elder, well, about middle-aged uh, guy working around the, the stables. Hey, old man. I close the door. <laughs> You're, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, did we, like, talk to him? Did we know where they were going? Uh, no, y'all actually didn't talk to him. Y'all got there and y'all went inside. Didn't say anything to him. <laughs> we were busy. We were hauling ass. Okay. All right. In my defense, and, I wasn't even there. And and a little exhausted too. Marco was weirdly quiet. <laughs> yeah, it was almost like he he was being played by the GM. Yeah. Quiet GM. <laughs> you guys get done with breakfast. Uh anything else you want to do before you head out? No. Um I'm I want to go check on uh Shavaz and make sure he's not acting crazy. Anything uh, in the night. While he's uh when when Kaji gets up to do that, uh Raytheon uh pulls out his dagger, flips over his plate, and uh starts sharpening it on the unglazed uh surface on the bottom. Alright, so you guys uh uh get done with breakfast and start gathering your things. Um Domin, you check on Shavaz, he seems fine. Um he seems okay. Um he seems a little tired. Uh, you guys have did run a lot and you've only had he's only had basically like maybe 12 hours of rest if that run probably not even that probably like less than eight they're fine to travel but i would say that if you're gonna push them to travel you're gonna probably have some problems they're probably not gonna perform as they normally do so uh roland comes up and goes well uh chaps are we uh, we all set to head out this morning on our way Sure. Uh, I just want you to know, we know that this is going to be harder than what you're telling us. Just so you know. What? 
Uh, I, what, what do you mean? We're competent adventurers. You just saw us kill like five guys. You saw me talk two guys to death. We know that this is harder than what you're telling us. We're, we're going to do it. But I just want you to know, you haven't fooled us. Okay, well, um, okay, the, well, in my defense, I, that was part of the test. That was part of the test to test to see if you were competent adventurers. Um, and to be honest, there is rumor that there are not just spiders in this dwarven ruins anymore, that uh, something a little more um, powerful has set up shop and residence in this abandoned dwarven mind. Well, is there anything we can prepare for so we don't get just completely murdered? Well, it's, I mean, it's an ogre. That's, that's the word around here. At least that's the word down in a dragon spire in Druinden. The ogre has actually taken up residence there. Do we know anything about ogrims? Um, I don't know. Do you know anything about ogres? That sounds uh, like a check-in coming. You know what? Yeah, let's let's do adventuring. I would think it would be adventuring. That's probably monsters and including monsters and creatures. I would say. Knowing about ogres is probably just a let's say one one purple difficulty. Um, okay, I succeed. Um, ogres are pretty pretty big fellas. Um, they're pretty beefy. They can they're they're not as tall as uh, a giant. They're not as they're probably a little bit shorter than a troll as well. Um, they are pretty hard to kill. Um, and they're usually pretty competent in terms of fighting. I guess All right, roll in. With a success sesh, that's what you get. Anyone else want to roll, or is that good enough? Uh, I'll, I'll roll. Okay. That's a success and a threat. Okay. Um, what do you want to know? What else do you want to know? I would let you ask me, I mean, do you want to ask, like, something mechanical about this? Or do you want to just ask, like, in general, like, about I want to know if they have any particular weaknesses. Mm. Like, one, one weakness that they have. They're not the most agile of creatures. Okay, so they're kind of I mean, slow. They're kind of slow. Um, they're so if about, we... about, like, your, your, like, to be as big as they are, they're not as fast as a human, because they're not as small as a human, but... So, yeah. so from this, I could determine we want to flank these things if we can, because they can't focus on multiple p- opponents as easily. I think it's thing. It's just one. They're pretty, uh, pretty solitary. Yeah. Well, they're 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 like spiders. They they protect the territory. Right. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I would say with y'all both y'all's role, y'all probably know. Like, it's it's not out of the question that there would be multiple ogres, but most of the time... Most of the time they're solitary. They're, okay. Yeah, they're solitary. So, hearing Leo you know, say what he says about this, uh, Raytheon, uh, Raytheon sort of chimes in, says, oh, as uh, large and slow as they are, a multi-pronged attack would probably do us well, considering that it probably doesn't have a friend around. 
I, I figure if I put my shield up in space, you guys can just destroy it. I think we got a pretty easy task ahead. Roland, are you sure you want us to do this just to prove that we can steal something from someone? We'll do okay. it. But um, with the threat, I'm going to say, Jordan, that that plan that you just said sounds completely perfectly sound. I mean, it sounds great. Absolutely. There's nothing wrong with that plan. There's poss- There's no possible way that that uh, that this plan could go wrong. Mm-hmm. Fear boner. <laughs> Fear boner. Uh, all right. So, are you guys ready to? Oh no, you all are still talking. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So, Roland, you're sure you want us to take this just to prove that we can steal from somebody? Well, that's. Well, first off, that's the rumor that is not necessarily true, but it is a rumor that there is an ogre that um, is is uh, has set up residence near, or at least near the mine, if not in the mine. Sure, Roland. A man of your means has made a financial investment off of a rumor. Sure. I'll continue to believe that. Wink, wink, I say out loud. I don't have any evidence to completely confirm whether or not a a tro- uh, 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 an ogre is in the mine. I can assure you of that. Hatton, how much are you paying us to kill the ogre? I am not paying you to kill the ogre. I'm paying you to get into the mine and, and um, obtain uh, one bloodstone each for, for, for each of you. So yeah. five, five bloodstones. Okay. And the, yes, I was asking how much. I, I believe... I, I, I assume we have to kill the ogre, but you might be saying we should take them and run. I, I get it. One or the other. Um, I think we said 200 silver a piece for this. Yeah. He would let you keep, uh, he would let you keep two of the bloodstones. Do we happen to know what these bloodstones are used for? Yeah, I was about to say, can I make, uh, can I make some sort of like, can I make a knowledge like lore check or something? About bloodstones? Yeah, you can make a no. So what's our what's our difficulty on that? Um, this is going to be too purple. Okay. Um, just uh, as an aside, do I know if ogres are sentient or just monstrous? They are sentient. They're they're smarter than trolls. I mean, I mean, conversationally, can we talk to them? Uh, yeah. So, Matt. Uh, yes. Okay. What was your roll? Roll on that four success and one threat. One. Okay. Four success, one threat. Hmm. Um. Okay. Bloodstones are used in a lot of different things. They are used in um, some potion making. They are used in some magical enchantments. Um. Some of them have. It's said that bloodstones have a magical property to them. What that property is, you can't say your threat. You can't quite remember the exact thing about it. Get a sense of like whether it's positive or negative. It's positive. It's it's positive. Well, it's positive, but it can be manipulated. Okay. Um, Does this guy seem like the kind of person who would manipulate that kind of thing? Hmm. Like, what would would that be like a vigilance or something? That would be a vigilance check. Okay. That'd be a vigilance check against Roland. Cool. So that's going to be what difficulty? Uh, for him, it's going to be three purple right now. 
He's being pretty, you get the sense that he's being fairly upfront. He's trying to, he's, he's being crafty, but he's not trying to like outright be deceptive and, and hoodwink y'all. At least that's the feeling you get. So, okay. So, um, I get a boost die from that because of my keen senses. Okay. Um, and I'm going to spend a story point here. How would that upgrade my check? Because right now I'm looking at one. One orange or yellow, uh, no green. One one boost. I said, give you a green a green die. Give me an extra die. Are we okay with me spending that point, guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're good. All right. That is a success and a threat. All right. Um, Threat for me today. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yes, he seems like he's he seems pretty trustworthy. Um I'd say that like he doesn't seem like he's trying to um he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Yeah, he doesn't trying to seem like he's trying to pull one over on you or okay. use this for ill means. Okay, cool. Uh however, he does notice that you're like trying to size him up. I think guys that perhaps uh we need to just do this task. One way or another, we're going to be in some dank cave, facing off against some highly enraged and hopefully not aroused troll or ogre. Well, even if he's aroused, we can just keep putting our sword in it. He'll stop eventually. Okay, but I'll take the back of him, you get the front. I'll just keep seeing with my sword. Ruby, Ruby just walks away and gets on her horse. <laughs> yeah, well, you should just get on the horse, but okay, I'll get on my horse too. Strange man, <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> You're all a bunch of strange men. Hey, I take offense to that. Sorry, strange human and cat, cat person. I don't remember what the race is called. I'm, I'm the male. You couldn't figure that one out. You're a handsome orc. That's not my I mean, thing. Geez, I very rarely wear pants. It's anyway. Can we be having this conversation going down the road? <laughs> okay. Sure. You guys get on your horses and head down. And uh, I think as you'd say that, Seth, Ruby goes, first off, I'm a half-elf. I am not a human. Is the other half-human? Yes. Close enough. No, it's not. (laughs) Raytheon just mutters something under his breath about racism. (laughs) (laughs) Clomp, clomp. We go on our way. So, Ruby, how long do you live? Um. Well, I mean, no one kind of knows. I mean, I know we live like past 500 years. That's average, unless we die. I mean, we can't be killed. Awesome. But, I mean, some have been said, some elves have been said to to live for like a lot longer. Some still say that there's a chance for some elves to be almost immortal. Well, but I guess... I'm shooting for the immortal bit. Listen, listen Ruby, I'll, I'll tell you this much. I've got 60 years and the rest is crap. So you're good. Well, I actually don't know how long I'll live because I am a half elf. So maybe. Good die today. I mean, oh. well, yes, I could die today, Raytheon. I meant of natural causes. Don't worry, Ruby. Don't worry about what he said. I mean, a few more things natural than, being, than dying after being stabbed. I'm just saying. <laughs> it would be unnatural if that didn't happen. Look, Ruby, listen, if if we fall, you run. 
okay, we need you to stay in the back because you're amazing rage. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not going to go and stab somebody. That's not my thing. I've tried no. that. Remember, we tried that. That didn't work. Yeah. yeah. You'll just shoot lightning up their ass. I'm sure they'll enjoy that a lot more. I'm getting pretty good at that, ain't I? Now, see, me, I prefer to stand far away and stab them from there. Oh, I've never heard an archer talk about stabbing them with an arrow. Well, I mean, that's what you're doing. You're just standing, you know, a, a long way away before they get stabbed. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, as, as we're having this discussion about mortality and everything, Raytheon's sort of like checking the alignment of, his, uh, of the fletching on one of his arrows. And he goes, yeah, Ruby, really. I mean, any of us could go at any time. Dear God, what's that? Oh, what? Where? <laughs> uh, you really need to chill out. Hey, stop. That wasn't funny. Yeah, it was. That's why I laughed. You guys have more experience. I thought something dangerous was happening. Something dangerous is happening. We're riding horses. Do you know how many people die riding horses every year? That's why I ride a camel. They're, they're the sexiest travel imaginable. They're always humping. Ruby, don't, don't worry. Well, look, fall starts... Being, being startled by something that's not there is the most common experience of venturing. This is good for you. Right. You have to learn to expect the unexpected. You know, just don't get surprised. Worked out for me so far. Uh, expect the unexpected, huh? Uh, a little bit later, she like, you kind of hear her muttering, expect the unexpected, expect the unexpected. Uh, and Jordan, all of a sudden, she like, you can tell she starts, her staff starts glowing. And yep. yep, Raytheon is expecting some sort of childish retribution. <laughs> she tries, to, oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. She tries to cast, she tries to put mud in your boots, but fails miserably. <laughs> She's like, she like turns around real quick and points at your boots with her staff. Mud in boots! And uh man, what would be she got four she got a failure with four advantages. So here's here's what I imagine Raytheon's reaction to be. <laughs> he kicks his heels up out of the stirrups and crosses his ankles on the back of the horse and lays down on it. And that's the uh and that's his reaction. That's why she misses. <laughs> okay. But yeah, yeah. Raytheon is is completely un mudden boots. <laughs> that is his signature. Yeah. Good job, Raytheon. Um, but I think she doesn't cast. The That's the thing. Like she doesn't cast mud and boots at all. I think she like. All right. How about this? Um, she casts. She casts the spell, and the mud forms in the shape of the boots where Raytheon's feet were. Oh, geez. Like mud cool. boots. Yeah. Yeah. Like like mud boots. It's pretty okay. powerful, but not what she intended. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like it would have. It would have just gushed out of the boots because of the space's feet take up. But next then, then gave you mud boots. Oh, well, <laughs> darn it. I wanted to fill your boots with mud. Hey, Ru- Ruby, Ruby, I whisper to her, next time, mud and pants. Oh, um, I see. Can, yeah. Can I make a perception check to see if Raytheon heard that? <laughs> sure. Okay. Oh, man. What's what's our difficulty on that? I one purple. <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think you're that far away. I specifically whispered to her. He didn't whisper. I, I said the words "whisper" with my mouth muscles. Okay, 
How about how about uh, two purple? Okay, now I do get a set. I do get a boost die because it's a perception check. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, that's uh, that's a threat and a triumph. Weird. That's okay. So it's a he it's hears a wash. Mo- he hears mud and pe- and hat. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't hear what they say because it's it's a failure. You got two. Yeah, it's a wash, but you did have a triumph and a threat. So in trying to focus on what he's hearing there, does he like catch something out of the corner of his eye? Like, how's that? How's that going to work? Okay, so you guys have been. Let's say you guys have been traveling for about a day, and it doesn't have to be right now. Maybe this is like you're just heightened aware. Like you're maybe because Ruby tried something, you're like super aware the rest of the trip. Yeah. And you guys are traveling at this point, you're traveling back up out of this like mountain valley and you get to the, the top, the kind of the precipice of this valley and you're starting your downward ascent. Basically, at least it looks like, and you can see like you're kind of leaving it. It's a little depressing actually, because as you're traveling, this valley is beautiful. You kind of regret like not taking time and just booking it through the, the valley. Because it, you look back and it is just stunningly gorgeous. But you can definitely tell like it is wild country. And that's why a lot of nobody is really, really, really lives up here. It's a hard life to live uh, being this far out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you spend a day and you get to like basically the top of this, this trail of the mountain pass. And you, you kind of are on this, this precipice of, the valley behind you and the mountain pass before you. And uh, you guys haven't seen any trails here. Um, But as soon as you get towards the precipice, Jordan, you begin to notice not just goblin trails, but you also notice some uh, ochre ochre trails. Um, And I think that they're fresh. Like, and had you not been so aware, you probably would have missed it because it's getting towards the evening uh, and you realize that they're fresh. However, you do realize that they are going the same direction that you're going. They're not coming towards you. They're going away from you. So it's a good chance that like they probably were from this morning. So wherever they went, y'all are probably not going to run into them anytime soon. So. Uh, as we as we go, um, Raytheon sort of rides up next to Cat G uh, and says, uh, "Keep an eye, but I think we're in the in the right area. We've seen uh, I'm seeing some tracks. Nothing too fresh, but still, keep an eye." Okay. And by the way, please keep your horse away from. All right. And uh, Raytheon sort of uh, falls back. And I'm going to look out and see if I notice any more trails or stuff. Want you can yeah, if you guys want if you want to make another perception check, you can. Um they're not really trying to hide their tracks, but so one purple but two black because it is getting dark. Well no. Um yeah, d- dawn, dusk, uh two two black. So one purple, two black difficulty. But uh on this perception check, guys, you will get two boost dice. Because I'm in close contact with you. I got three success and a triumph. I got three successes and three advantages. 
I I owned everything that's ever lived with five successes and one advantage. Hmm. All right. So what are you trying to look for, Micah? I mean, are you just trying to look for tracks? What are you what are you trying to look for? I I assume that um everybody was clued into the fact that we're entering into goblin territory and the like, and not just Cap G. So I'd be looking out for signs of you know enemies and any potential threats. With your advantage, you notice um that there's a lot of goblins traveling with this ogre. Um, above, uh, probably north of, by first glance, north of uh, more than 10. If not closer to 20. There's a lot of goblins. Um, they seem to be following the ogre. Like the ogre seems to be the leader. Um, because what you, when you see the ogre's tracks, a lot of times it's kind of muddled with smaller goblin tracks. And if he was following them, then his his prints would be first. Mm-hmm. Kachi, all right, you got three successes, three advantages. What do you want to be looking for, Kachi? Um, I'm going by and like with three successes, I look over and I see a a very poorly worded sign that says. No one is here. No goblins this way at all. I'm like, ha! Huh, I think there might be goblins this way. <laughs> and I say that to the rest of the group. Okay. Well, how do you want to use your three advantage? With the three advantage, I'll go, with that many goblins traveling with the, uh, with the ogre, um, I think that if they were to attack us at once, uh, and he's the leader. That means it'd be a very smart ogre from what y'all have said, right? Uh, maybe um, if if we're keeping that in mind, we can keep a better eye out for surprise attacks. Okay. Okay. Um, with that, you notice um, that there are tracks that lead off from the group. And when this happens, uh, they... They do go off in pairs. Oh, I, guys, I think they're, sen- they're being sent off in pairs, and we need to uh, be on the lookout for scouts, especially. Yeah, don't forget, guys. We, we know that these are smarter than we're used to. There's, they're forming formations. We know there's something intelligent behind the, their actual design. I think we're actually looking at the precursors of, a, of an actual military force of goblins and ogres and whatever else. Oh my. Should we attack the scouts? Follow the tracks? Well, the very least that would cut down on ambushes later down the line. <laughs> See a goblin, kill a goblin. Alright, so Raytheon, you got you got a three successes and a triumph. What do you you want to use that triumph? Uh, I would like to use it to see if there are established routes uh, and uh, and sort of like infer the best way to uh, to sort of like play off of the like dealing with sneak attack stuff. Um, figure out like an alternate route that we could take to gain the high ground on them or something. Okay, they came up the 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 right side of this sort of uh, valley, this sort of mountain pass down. 
and then they went back <clears> down. <throat> Looks like they went down on the left side. I mean, it's a pretty wide, like it right here. It's not narrow. It gets narrow. Looks like further on down, probably a half day's trip into the uh, down the mountain. Uh, it gets more narrow, but in terms of this, like they, it looks like they came up and came up here and then kind of circled back around on the left side. Okay. So if you stick to the right side, you're probably good. You know, one thing we haven't discussed yet is if there's this mass of people and we're all heading to the same place, we could always keep an eye out for a fortifiable position to spend the night give our steeds a little bit more rest, and if they do attack, a little bit better chance to fend off 20-something goblins and uh, some giant ogre. Yeah, you guys could camp up here on kind of the, the precipice like you tried to do that one night, um, and you probably would be pretty safe. That'll be my five successes. It's where to, where to spend the night. All right, yeah, you guys find a, a, little, um, a little ridge off to the right, a kind of um, let's say that it, it overlooks the valley and the um, kind of like Weathertop, you know, where they on Lord of the Rings, where they, they were kind of in a, a crevice, but it was very much open air and they could see the valley below them. Okay. How many food trucks are there around the spot? None. There are no oh. food trucks. Oh, okay. There's a ruined food truck, but it was set on fire. Like Again? Like Hans's schnitzel truck from uh, Hoodwinked? Yeah, like Hans's schnitzel truck. Schnitzel. But you realize like there was an outhouse next to it, and it looks like it was serving tacos, and the outhouse exploded. And it blew up the, the, the taco truck. This is both believable and realistic. Yeah, it was the taco truck was called Taco's Bell. No, thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Shouldn't it be Taco Spell? Taco's Taco smell. Uh, taco fail. So we, we find this place. Um, Raytheon wants to... Raytheon starts, like, gathering, a, like, scrub brush and stuff to kind of help obscure the... Uh, obscure it and sort of, like, build a screen out of it to where uh, you can see out, but looking up from the bottom, you can't really see in. Okay. So you're building, like... A, a scrub brush blind? Like a, like a blind, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, that's going to... I'll let you do that. Um, hmm. You know what? Make me a, uh, make me a survival check. How, how many hours are you going to spend on this? Because it's, it's night. Like, it's pretty dark now. Um, it's going to be the first, like... Like, let's... So Raytheon will volunteer for the first watch. And spend his watch doing that. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, one purple, and I think since it's uh, two, well, one black since it's dark. So one purple, one black. Yeah, one purple, one black. Cool. That is a failure with advantage. He pulls off the camouflaging, but he doesn't manage to pull off the one way viewing. <laughs> Yeah, um, I would say like yeah, you get some some benefit. Um, that's fine. Like you can you can pull off the camouflage and it it kind of hides it obscures the fire. It's enough to obscure the fire basically. And that's the main purpose. Yeah, so that we're not sleeping in a cold camp. 
and screwing ourselves that way. All right, cool. So what is everybody else doing? I'm going to actually take a moment to talk to my necklace like an introvert. Okay. Uh, I'm I'm going to be like, hey, uh, necklace lady, uh, we're getting some blood gems in this quest if you're lucky. Uh, do you have any thoughts of these these red gems they're talking about? I think you get the sense that I think you get the sense that like I don't think she speaks to you because this isn't really a, like a, a hugely important matter, but I think you get the sense that like these things are very valuable. Oh, you mean valuable to you? No, valuable just in like they're highly sought after in the world. Okay. I wanted to make sure they weren't nothing that was like sacred to you or vile. No, no, no. You don't get that sense at all. Uh-uh. Okay. So, it, but it's okay to turn them over to this merchant dude, right? They're not sacred or anything. No, no. To her, like, no. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be like coming into uh, her sanctum and like chopping off a root and taking that root out or taking a, you know. Oh, a, man, I bet you'd. You'd have somebody else for that time. Oh, yeah, 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 definitely. She's like, yes. You definitely feel like some righteous anger <laughs> when she expresses that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they're very precious, basically, is what you get. Okay. And and I would say in that regards, like, to be, to treat them with care. Would you like, would it please you to add one of them to your necklace with you? Ooh, I think you get the sense that she is very flattered by that Uh, and senses like that you you care. And that's a very like generous gesture to make. Um, She doesn't require it or desire it, but the, the offer, the offering has blessed her heart. Basically it's, you aren't heavily desires, but that would be flattening. I got it. Pretty <laughs> All right. So what are you guys doing around the campfire? Um, I guess Michael would probably just be collecting the firewood and such to help, help us make sure we have enough fuel to keep it going. Back to the fire so as not to interfere with my ability to perceive incoming threats. Um, Michael, I think Ruby will help you get some firewood uh, i think she's kind of curious about you and like as you're getting some firewood i think she like strikes up a conversation like so um i hear that that like orcs have tribes they belong to yes um so what like was yours a big tribe was it one of the like the big three i, I mean i don't even know if that's true i've only read books about and heard stories about orcs so I know that there's three major tribes that, that war with each other here on the mainland of Valeria. Were you a part of any of the big ones? My village was wiped out when I was very young. I don't remember much, but I do remember that we did have a loose affiliation with one of those big tribes, yes. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry about your... Your village. I didn't mean to pry or anything. I just was curious. It is okay. It is it is an old wound. Was that and she points at your necklace, was that are you wearing your necklace, your wolf necklace? Yes. Is that the the symbol of your people? Yes. Yes it was. Um I do not understand how it came to be in 
that chest. Oh, well, I wouldn't know about that. I guess you can ask Morty about that. He, I don't know, he seems like he he knew everybody and or that knew everyone was coming. I don't know. He's a wizard, you know. Wizards say a lot of fancy stuff and doesn't seem like they say a whole lot sometimes, but Morty always just said weird stuff. Well, I mean, he was normal sometimes. He used to read me a lot of stories when I was a kid. Stories of adventure? of Yeah, of the war, adventure, monsters, um, heroes. What sorts of monsters? Oh, all kinds. I mean, ogres, trolls, vampires, wolves, werewolves, dragons, um, barrels. They live out in the black fields. Um, yeah, a lot of monsters. A lot of the monsters that came through the, the rift in the Great War. Demons and imps and all sorts of creatures. And now that we're about to face some of those creatures, do you feel excited? Frightened? Mm, I don't know what I feel. Maybe nervous and excited? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm kind of new to this whole adventure thing. And being a, a wizard or a, a witch, I guess. So, um, what, uh, what brought you up to Three Oaks? Uh, chance. Most, li- most likely. Fate, if you believe in such things. I've been around a, lo- a while, seen a lot of things. Not convinced that there's such a thing as fate. Although, as I grab this necklace, I'm beginning to have my own doubts. Well, it suits you. I like it. Uh, thanks for letting me ask you questions about your tribe. I know it sounds like a an old, um, old touchy subject. I didn't mean to pry, but... If we are to be allies in combat, it makes sense that we should know one another better. Well, I'm an open book. Just ask me whatever you want. How do you feel about your elven ancestry? Um, I, I'm more comfortable with it than my human ancestry. Understandable. Seeing as we, uh, the humans, did a lot of things to the elves. Kind of makes me a little worried. Well, at least it did. Maybe it still does. If it means anything to you, my village sided with the elves. I understand what it's like to feel as though you don't belong. Okay. Hopefully you feel like you belong here. So far, although as I look over at the rest of the party, I'm not sure if I necessarily want to yet. They are unusual. Yeah, they are. But... They grow on you. Hey, Raytheon. Yes, Leo? I was wondering, how did you make that purse out of that wolf? Like, could I do that with these pelts? I was a fox, and... Oh. Probably. Let me look at that. Um, he, uh, he, he sort of, like, takes the, takes the fox pelt bag, and, uh, and he turns it inside out so that, uh, so that Leo can see the stitching. 
Oh, okay. So I, I wouldn't need to to have kept the um, uh, the crocodile faces to have really done this. But oh, okay. I, I can I make think them. You could probably some. do something with the other end. Oh, if your interest okay. is purely in making a bag, but but yes, the face really is uh, a key feature of this. It provides oh. a couple of different compartments. Where where did you learn to do this? This is really good work. I mostly guessed my way through it. Okay, let's see. That will help. Let's see. Uh, <laughs> bullshit <laughs> method. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I think with that, I think as the evening grows uh, old or late, uh, Roland stands up and goes, "Well, I believe I shall turn in. Good night." Uh, and he takes his um, his cup and, and tosses uh, whatever beverage he was drinking into the fire, and the fire kind of flames up for a second. Um, <laughs> he was definitely not drinking water. He shall uh, wake up, hopefully uh, rested and ready for another day's. Uh, adventure. Hopefully tomorrow we'll make it to the mine. Uh, that's if we get good weather and uh, run into no unforeseeable mishaps. Well, I bid you all adieu. And I uh, well, Sleep well, Roland. Oh, th- thank you. Um, with that, actually, he, he like goes off. Um, he does not steer, stick near the fire. He goes off towards like the edge, like closer into the the cave, uh, and just kind of curls up on the ground and goes to sleep. I watch him a little bit. Uh, it's a little weird that he chose not to insulate himself, but. No one's going to ask him why? No, he just lays down on the ground. Hey, Rose, why, why the heck are you all the way over there? There's like a fire here. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm very, very hot-natured. I um, don't necessarily need, need the night fire. Also, it bothers my eyes. I like, I like darkness. Scale of one to five. How much of this is you preparing to screw us over? <laughs> I'm not going to screw any of you over. I... Hope that you genuinely uh, are able to do this task that I have hired you to do and prove your your worth and your ability. Okay, so so what kind of creature are you really then? I'm a human. <laughs> <laughs> no, I said really. I want to make a vigilance check to see like what this guy is, if he's just weird or if he's like bullshitting us. Okay. What's the difficulty on this, Matt? Hold on one second. Let me pull, let me pull it up. <laughs> uh, by the way, guys, uh, vigilance checks are covered under the heightened awareness thing. So if you want to like read people a little bit better, add the boost dice for that okay. on your own checks. Yeah, I've got it marked. I'm just waiting for it. This is going to be tough. Uh, two purple, two red. Good God. Um, Can we all? We all make it. If you want to make a vigilance to check to see if this if he is lying right now or not, you can make a check. It is two purple, two okay. red. I will go on ahead and make that check. Two advantage, nothing. What'd you get, Leo? I succeeded. Nope. That, did you? No. <laughs> right, man. Come on. <laughs> did you? Did you? One success. <laughs> 
Hey, I got a success. Hey, Kaji you got it. You did get it to success. Uh, Leo, yeah, you think that he's telling the complete truth. Uh, not only that, but like, you are completely convinced that he is a just an old, noble human, or at least a very rich human. Uh, Raytheon, yeah, you can't tell that he's lying, but something seems a little off just by like... Like, him. he's definitely not telling us the whole truth, at least. No. Donovan, you know he's lying. He's just straight up lying. <laughs> uh, I mean, is that all I know? Do I know, like, in what way? Or, like, what part you of just know lie? that he is not being truthful with you guys right now. Whether it's he, you know, in the line of, like, he doesn't want to be near the fire, or if, you know, he likes sleeping in the dark, or if it's... Uh, the human oh i see i got threats i i, I saw the wrong role okay I oh okay <laughs> no oh, worries I thought you were just screwing around i thought yeah i thought you were screwing around too <laughs> um quick question did we force this guy to touch silver nope oh i go i uh okay so my guy is going to bring his bedroll over to next to roland so, Roland, uh, before you go to sleep, and I'm totally sleeping there because I know that was a lie, uh, I want you to touch this silver coin. Just for cheats and giggles. He looks at you and smiles and goes, My dear friend, I will never do you any harm. Unless, you know, <laughs> you, you try and kill me, of course, and then we, we, we will be at an impasse. But I will, I will take this silver coin. He takes it and goes, I'm not a changeling. You do not have to worry. Okay, well, I'll hold on. But I'm still going to sleep next to you because I don't know why you're lying. I mean, come on. Can't you just tell me? Just whisper it to me. I won't tell anyone else. I don't know what you mean. I am a human. Oh. Why would you think any other otherwise? Sometimes people just like sleeping away from fives in the dark. Are you? Uh, is he radiating? Um, not that you can tell. I mean, he's... I love how little we trust this guy. <laughs> He does one thing. He just slips up. And you guys like, oh, he's oh, ah, he's just a normal human. Weird. He's sleeping his way from the fire. Let me let me put this in in what in a in a little better sense. Uh, I come from the Dunair in the south southeast in the desert. Uh, we tend not to trust people that don't sleep next to the campfire with us. But I'd be happy to sleep over here next to you. Just you know. Since I trust you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, the more the barrier, my friend. Uh, please, pull your, your uh, bedroll over here. That'd be fine. I don't mind keeping any company. Oh, man, we are totally screwed, aren't we? <laughs> oh, no, I, I promise. Okay, well, that's where I'm going to sleep tonight, next to him, until I get screwed over. Well, when he says that, like, you sense no deception in that. Like he he is genuinely being honest to you. It, well, it feels. Oh, tell you the truth. I'm pretty much thinking that it's more that you aren't a human. He kind of chuckles. <laughs> well, uh, you know, Kajit, not everything in the world is as it seems. And with that, he rolls over and and goes to sleep. <sighs> but he says that low enough to where only you hear him. So you guys. Spend an uneventful night. Um, you all each take turns um, on watch, and there really is nothing that happens. It's a, it's an uneventful night. 
Oh, come on. I'm sleeping right next to the dastardly bastardly. Oh, he goes to sleep. He sleeps straight through the night. Doesn't he even roll over. Nope. Just gone to the world. Just curled up on the ground. Just dead. Dead to the world. Yo, wake up halfway through the night and like part of him's on fire or <laughs> nope. But yeah, nothing happened last night. Um Roland is probably the first one up. He's uh, he's up pretty early. Uh he makes some makes himself some uh, a concoction of some sort of beverage. Not really sure what, but uh just for record, I get up whenever he does. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. And what does he make the beverage out of? Uh, some personal stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, if you want to ask him, you can. Raytheon's always looking for a new kind of tea. Um, oh, my friend, this is a Diddy tea. <laughs> oh, it's polymorph juice. <laughs> no, it's well, not. It? It's not polymorph juice. That's I wouldn't want any drink any of that. My goodness. What That's is like, it? It's like goblin piss. Ah, this is well. It's it's alcohol. It's my own personal beverage. Would you like to drink it? Sure, I could use a sharpener. All right, here you go. He pours you a glass, a tall, if like mug. Or did anyone else uh, like some? Macro takes some. I'll try some. Raytheon sort of like gives him gives him that sort of sidelong like, okay, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Perfectly fine. It's it's not poison. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's it's sort of like Tamakra, just be like, well, I guess we're doing this now. Uh, and uh, he drinks it. Um, It's very interesting. It's got a fruity flavor, which kind of think of it. Um, maybe some strawberries. Hmm. Um, because when you, when you taste it, you realize like, oh, maybe he was putting like dried fruit in it because it does kind of look like maybe he had some dried fruit that he put in there. Um, but it's also got like a, an earthy taste to it. That's probably why the fruit is added because it offsets it, but it's very strong. So I'm going to need all of y'all to make me a resilience check. Right, but first Raytheon's going to drink twice what he probably should. <laughs> okay. All right, with you, Raytheon, you're going you're gonna to take, uh, you're going to have two setback dice on this. Okay, thank you. Uh, uh, two purple. Resilience? Two purple. Anyone who drinks it, two purple resilience. And if you drink more than then just a cup, it's going to be too purple. Mocker, you're good. I'm good. Failure with an advantage. <laughs> you're, you're, dr- you're buzzed. But... Uh, <laughs> 7 a.m. <laughs> um, you get a boost, though, Jordan. You feel, you feel like you're... Hmm, <laughs> you feel tingly. Like, and a little more alert. Same thing with you, Donovan. You feel a little more alert. So you're going to get a boost on perception checks. All of you. Get any advantages, you're going to get a little boost on perception checks. You guys begin on your journey. And uh, you begin your kind of descent down, but it's not a complete descent down. Um, It's sort of like you go down and then you start going back up. If that makes sense. It's kind of up and you kind of are riding the ridges. Uh, Once you get down a certain certain distance you start like following the mountains and around the mountains and stuff so you're kind of going up going down um and uh the the terrain has definitely changed you've gone from a lush valley beautiful with 
river, you know, water, flowing waters and waterfalls and trees and grass to just barren land. It's dirt and rocks and uh, jagged ridges. Um, the at certain points, the the trail is a little treacherous, but not too bad right now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, you spend about half a day going this direction. Are, are you guys just going to take it easy on the horses, or are you going to try and push? the The mine is about a day day's travel from from where you guys started. If you keep a good pace, if you take a little bit slower pace, you might could get there, but it's definitely going to be night once you get there. Well, I mean, there's no reason to push the horses. They've already been punished enough. That's what I'm thinking too. Um, so I guess we'll take a, take a slower pace. Okay. All right. Um, about half the day and you're probably, probably maybe a third of the way there. Um, and I mean, nothing really jumps out to you. You see less and less tracks. The tracks that you see are about a day old. Um, from from the orcs and I mean, the, not the orcs. I want to say orcs from the ogre and the goblins. Um, you do, however, come across um, about about towards late afternoon, almost evening. You do come across a wagon that has been almost completely demolished. I mean, the thing is pretty much just splinters. Uh, a couple of the wheels are just almost entirely busted. Um, there's no horse or no evidence of a horse, no evidence of people um, around. You, you kind of look around just on first glance. This thing has been just trashed. There's goods and items here, there, everywhere. Um, Have we seen the wagon before? Well, it's a. It looks kind of like the wagon you um, that 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 elderly couple had. Is there any but, evidence of one of the wheels having been recently repaired? You can't tell. I mean, you could try and make. Well, make me a. You can try and make me a perception check if you want. Um, uh, Two purple difficulty, I think, to to observe, investigate this this scene. That's three success and three advantage. Three success, three advantage. Uh. It looks like the same wagon. Oh no, this is the same one. Uh, Raytheon begins to like gather up all of the goods that he can and put them in his saddlebags. Uh, and he explains to the group as he's doing this. He sort of looks around, and goes, "If we find them, we'll at least have recovered their goods." Why did they not stop with us? Why do they keep going? They had places to be, I suppose. Uh, fools but so uh so raytheon does gather all of that stuff and put it in his in his saddlebags uh yeah yeah that's fine uh, you got three advantage what do you want to do with the advantage i want to see if there are any tracks that belong to them that are running away from this um yes you see one okay, set so of they tracks survived, they survived contact but but it doesn't get very far uh, okay, so and there was a altercation or a struggle. Okay, so there was a struggle there. No blood. What kind of tracks carried them away from there? Like, did they? I want to use the remaining two advantage to figure out like what tracks are there that don't belong to them, and do they look like they were carrying weight when they go away from it? Um, only goblin tracks. You don't see any ogre tracks. Just goblin tracks. Um, 
Do they look like they were carrying any weight when they left? I mean... Like, do they look deeper than the other tracks of the same type? It's hard to tell. They were running. I mean, this isn't mud or anything. It's dirt, you know? And it's um, like a day old. Yeah, it's a day old. I mean, you, yeah. you can tell that whoever was running fell or got tackled, and there was a struggle. There's no blood um, that you can see, so they weren't, they weren't killed here, but... Uh, they definitely were captured. Killed off site, probably. That would be the smart thing to do. Can I can I tell how many goblins there are? Like how many distinct sets of tracks, or is that pushing it? Um, you could say it's quite a few. I mean, there's a lot. There's more than ten. Okay. Sizable number. Yeah, sizable number. Okay. Ten, maybe more. Okay, so maybe, uh, maybe fifteen. Probably not the whole group, but at least half the group that you saw yesterday. Okay, so Raytheon returns to the to the rest of the group and looks around. It was the, the it was the couple that we helped, but yeah. Goblins just killing them, killing travelers on the road. We don't know that they died. There's no blood. There's no blood trail. It seems that they were captured and taken somewhere. Whether they survived that journey or their destination, I can't say. Do you see where the goblins went? Do I have a general direction? Mm, yeah. It's in the direction you were going. We're headed to roughly the same place. Well, I've got a sword to give them. Repeatedly. I think that you have. Do we want to pick up the pace or continue? Yeah, let's get back there. I think now is the time for us to make haste. It's late evening. Um, if you travel into the night, you might get there late, late night. Before dawn? You could get to there before dawn, yes. Probably probably about 12 in the night you could get there. What time is it now? Mm, probably about 5. Okay. 4, 4 o'clock. It's, it's late, af- late afternoon, almost evening. Okay, and so we could get there by midnight is what you're saying? Probably. And still catch sleep enough to... Like, still have time to, to scout things out, catch some sleep, and get there? You could get there and sleep. You probably would get there probably around midnight if, okay. you, hurt, if you hasted. Very good, then. Well, let's try to save them. Catch, you said it. Let's do it. You're just attacking tradespeople on the streets. I mean... These people did nothing wrong to any of them. I've, I've got to get in there. Absolutely. Well, sounds like we're all on the same page. Let's get going. All right. Um, okay, so I'm going to need everyone to make me a ride check. Oh. So, riding? Yes. Okay. <laughs> What's our difficulty? It's going to be two purple. Okay. And a black die because it's getting it's getting late and you're riding into the night. That's gonna cause some probably more right. probably more difficulties. All right, come on, Black Thunder. <laughs> black Thunder. Success oh, to thrust. Oh. <laughs> Raytheon failed. <laughs> but he got an advantage. Okay. Everybody succeeded except Raytheon. <laughs> <laughs> that horse knows what you did. Seems appropriate. You woke up naked on me. (laughs) Mine might be the simplest to resolve. Or actually, cow cheese. 
Just straight up suggestions? Yeah. Uh, Kaji, you have no problem. You and Sebastian are leading the pack, probably. Roland's fine. Uh, Ruby's fine. And because uh, I made checks for them earlier. Success, two threats. Okay. Uh, success, two threats. Um, I'm going to say your horse is going to take two strain. Your horse is fine for right now. Raytheon. I think I know how this could work. Okay. Uh, Raytheon falls behind, but his advantage means he doesn't lose sight of the group. Okay. And his horse takes some strain, maybe? Well, no, I wouldn't say that. I think you just have difficulty getting your horse to go. Like, okay. not, it's, it's not that either. It's not really all that. It's more like you're not used to riding a horse. Okay. Probably. You, I mean, you're, I don't know. Have you ever ridden a horse? He, he has ridden horses, but it is by far his least favorite method of, of travel. <laughs> okay. Maka, what do you want to do with your advantage? Mm, I'm open to suggestions. Donna, uh, Maka, you can get a boost down your next check, your next riding check, if you want, or uh, you can recover some sure. strength. Um, don't really have any strength to recover, so yeah, boost time on next check. That sounds great. Okay. All right. I feel like fresh as a daisy coming off this ride. Yeah. We make it. You make it to the uh, the mine. It's pretty late. Um, you can kind of see the uh, Roland kind of leads you guys to the mine, and you guys are probably long distance away from it. He didn't want to get too close because you know there's obviously some danger in this instance. Um, and so, <clears throat> do you guys are you guys going to camp tonight? Or are you just guys going to go in? Um. It seems like the wisest thing to do, given that we've gotten to the area, is scout before we make any major decisions. I will say, Raytheon, don't forget, there is an old couple, at least, within this cave. They ain't serving them tea. And that's exactly why we should find out what's going on. Oh, agreed, friend. We will certainly scout around, just... I could not sleep tonight. I would, I would scout. I, I would take watch the whole night before I would sleep. I would question the wisdom in camping out right in front of the doorstep of our foe. Ah, uh, Macra, uh, you are the wise one. You're making sense. Oh, well, while we've got this momentum, let's at least hide the horses. It's true, we wouldn't want them to have all the fun. Have you guys not seen their <laughs> stats? <laughs> all right so you guys are going to just go straight into this well we're going to scout as raytheon recommended i think that's a good idea okay roland actually sets up camp he goes well i believe this is where i shall leave you i will be right here uh waiting for your return with the horses i'll keep watch over camp many thanks and uh he begins to to, to make a fire and uh, he ties out, make sure that all the horses are fed and watered and tied up oh. and secured. Uh, Why is he making a fire if he's not even going to stay near it? Friend. Oh, he said he was going to stay near the fire. Friend, no, no but, fire. We're well, established. doesn't like fires. Well, well, no, no, assuming... no. I'm, I'm not going to sleep. I'm, I'm staying near the fire. I'm, it keeps... We are too close to the enemy. No fire. Oh, I believe I'll be okay. Don't worry about me. He does have the horses to protect him. He, uh, he's, yeah, he's got the war horses to protect him. <laughs> he, uh, may, he smiles. You may be doing all right tonight, but we don't want to alert them to our presence, if you don't mind. 
All right, fine. I will not make a fire. I will sit in the dark. I will not make a fire. I will sit in the dark. Yeah, Roland, don't be a dumb dumb. I won't eat any dinner. That's fine. No, go ahead. Go. Go. Go do what you, I, I've asked you to do, or and I won't make a fire. I promise. Okay, because I'm going to put my sword in things. I mean... I'm going to roll don't... a vigilance check to see if he's telling the truth about not making a fire. <laughs> I'm really resistant about it. <laughs> okay. It's the same check as before. Two purple, two red. <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. A despair. Oh, he's telling the truth. Very He's well. totally telling you the truth. Hey, Roland, do you need one of these swords just in case? No, no, I'm fine. I have my own sword, and he like uh, points to his horse, and there's a sword on, like, strapped to his horse. I'll be fine. I'll be perfectly fine. All right, I'm we'll just... keep it nearby. You know, you know, you don't have to hold the other end. Um, and well, he smiles. Well, I mean... <laughs> he just smiles and winks at you. Oh, okay. So Raytheon's going to go to uh, go to Cut G after he's uh, hitched his horse and uh, say, all right, friend, I think it's probably up to you and me to to see about leading this uh, this group through. What do you think? And all honestly, I would almost take him up in the offer of the fire and and uh, recover him before we attack more than anything. We're about to enter basically a fortress. And honestly, if he was going to screw us over, he probably could do it at this point pretty easily. That's true. I just don't like the idea of trying to sneak in anywhere and putting them on alert at the same time. And keep in mind, too, like, as for me, yeah, I'm stealthy as crap. But uh, leading this party through, I say as I look over at Leo, like, tripping over his own feet. Uh, I don't know if uh, it's going to be possible, much less, you know, we can handle it together. We almost might as well just storm in and say, give us the old people. Please don't eat us. All right. So what you guys see is the main road. Uh, there is a very large. Um, it's ancient. Uh, but it's definitely run down it's not has not been kept up in a long many many years um the road that leads up to this used to be a well-paved road it was definitely master craft sort of stones that led up to this mine this is not just a mine it looks like this looked like a small kingdom or a small dwarven city um the stairs that lead up to it are there's at least three sets of stairs that lead up to the mouth of the the dwarven entrance uh there's a few ruined statues on that are that uh that'll you know kind of sort of go up each side of the stairway line the stairs uh but most of them have either been you know they've crumbled or they've they've been destroyed in some fashion determinable race oh it's it's definitely dwarven it's definitely oh. dwarven. You, it's it's not. It's unmistakably dwarven. Yeah. It is. Um. The the statues, the way their armor, the, the statues that display the dwarven, uh, the dwarven people. Uh, definitely the armor, the 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 weaponry. It's definitely dwarven. Um. There actually is no door to this place, though. It is just an open entrance. It looks like there may have once been a door, but it has long been uh, destroyed and, and gone. Removed. But where did they take the door? 
if you guys want to make me a perception that's yeah. to investigate this, that's fine. Um, to learn a little bit more about this, you could make a uh, a geography, a knowledge geography check to learn more about this. If you, um, want. I'm not reviewing the door. I'm looking at the surrounding area for any kind of scouts or anything like that. Okay, I'll make a geography check. Okay. Um, so, what's the difficulty on this geography check? Mm, I think just two purple. Um, you probably know a little bit about. I would think that this it, it's not like an obscure knowledge to know about this particular city. Well, that's a um, threat with a triumph. Okay, so it was a wash, but you did have a triumph and a threat. Um, hmm. I would say, like, just looking at this, nothing really stands out. You probably don't know anything about this city. Um, but you do know, I would say, with a triumph, that you could say um, all dwarven cities have a secret entrance. Okay. So, uh, so Raytheon is sort of looking at this and looks back to Makra and to, uh, and to Kachi says, We don't have to go in the front door, you know. But I will say this: the front door looks super safe. It does not look trend. It does not look like anything has traveled in through there. Super okay. safe. Super safe. Doesn't that threat? That threat says this. This looks fine. Fine. You probably don't need. I mean, you you definitely could find a secret passageway, but well, why should you? Um, dearest to you, a bunch of goblins in there. We want to surprise them. Yeah, maybe. What is? What is the check, the difficulty check for just the surrounding area? Um, just to like investigate, to percept, to perceive the surrounding area. Yeah, I'd say just one purple, but it's nighttime, so that's going to be um, nighttime. Well, I'd say you've got a, a pretty bright moon, so I'd say two, two black, one purple, two black. Okay, let me look at my knack for it. Oh, it does say perception. Okay, so you said how many purple? One. Okay, great. That is two successes and one advantage. Okay. Um, you see no goblin tracks going up to the front gate. None. They are not going through the front door. Hey, guys. Um, but you, you do... Noticed... Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, continue. No, go ahead. Guys, there's no goblin tracks going up to the front gate. Well... I would say with your with your advantage, you can spot where the goblin tracks are going. But the goblin tracks are going this way. He says with a and Jordan, with with that bit of information, you would know that probably the um the secret entrance is probably someplace higher up from this position and secret. And it's probably it probably looks like the goblins are going through that secret entrance. Well, there's probably seems to me that that's where the goblins are headed. There are usually secret entrances to these dwarven sites. They're probably headed to that place and not here. They're trying to conceal their presence. Do we want to follow them or do you want to go to the front? They probably wouldn't expect people to go through the area that they go through. Just be, be prepared for spiders. Wasn't that like the first thing we were told? Look out for spiders? He lied to us so much. You know he lied to us. Yeah, but he was warned. Yeah. At any rate, let's, 
let's get going. I think the Goblin Trail makes the most sense. Raytheon starts uh, starts scouting ahead down the Goblin Trail. Well, Ruby looks at you, Cat G, and goes, "Well, I I guess that's majority." Well, okay, Ruby, stick with us, though. Let's go. And I, I head after Raytheon. You you make it to the you guys. Uh, spend some time looking for the entrance and eventually find it. It's not hard. You find you follow the Goblin Trail and you get up there and it's no problem. It's, no sentries or anything? Nope. No sentries. Uh, the entrance has been, looks like it has been just demolished, broken into. Almost like something slammed into it to break into it. It's not a very large entrance. It's a big enough entrance for... An ogre? <laughs> The door itself is probably like three people uh, wide. Um, as you are standing here, you actually see a sign that has been scribbled upon that reads, Keep out. All trespassers will be killed, tortured, or eaten. And below it, it says, um, like this is the, like the authors, it says, Rax, Scrax, and Lenny. Welcome to the He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> I do not check for any traps. I just walk in. <laughs> Raytheon wants. To, Raytheon just like snags the back of uh, of Leo's shirt. Just, hang on. Ruby's like, hold on, wait. Let's let's talk this out. Really think it's smart to just walk in here? All I care about is that you guys don't get the first blow. All I care about is that you don't die and leave us to get killed. Yeah, there are worse things. Content of this podcast remains property of the Hazardous Casual Podcast, Genesis role-playing game, Genesis logo, and Realm Terranoff, the property of Fantasy Flight Games. Any content used from Genesis Foundry belongs to their respective owners. The hilarious setting and setting book is property of the Hazardous Casuals Podcast. <laughs>